just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away to a land where joy shall never end. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus and to take him at
Likewise, ye, First Peter five five. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. say good morning and appreciate being in the Lord's house again. Appreciate our children this morning. Uh, we're just thankful to be in the Lord's house. It's just, uh, as I get older, I look more and more forward to when I can come here and just uh, get away from the world and uh, just uh, feel the Lord's spirit. And, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but there's times I dreaded coming to the church house and uh, now I can't wait to come. It's uh it's just a place of peace and comfort and love and joy, and I just uh, I appreciate when I can be here, when the Lord allows me to fill His Spirit. We look forward to having a great day in the Lord, and just pray that uh, He'll be here in a mighty way. And uh, conviction is going to go out today, and I just pray that some people can uh, walk the walk the aisle this morning and uh, seek what they need and give their whole heart to the Lord this morning. Uh, my name is brother Mike Nichols. Dismisses Sunday school.
I agree wholeheartedly with what Ryan said uh, and what David what David said I I was glad when they said unto me let's go to the house of the Lord and I may not have quoted that exactly right but this is a good place to be uh, and there's been times I'm, I'm like Ryan there's been times that uh, in the flesh I just I'd rather stayed home or 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 maybe even done something else, who knows. But uh, I made up my mind, and I don't even know when. This, back before I can remember, I suppose, I made up my mind I was going to go to church if I was able. And uh, uh, so I've been, I've come to church a lot of times when in the flesh, I'd rather done something else or stayed at the house. But even at, even in the times that I was down low like that, whatever the situation was, it was a benefit to me to be at God's house. Uh, there's been times that I've come dragging way down in the valley and didn't really feel up feel like going to church. And uh, I get get here and get my heart where it ought to be, and God blessed me real good. And uh, and I was glad that I was here, and I'm glad I'm here this morning. Uh, I believe, and it's I try I try to keep my mindset this direction. Uh, you know how it is. You got the devil in here trying to twist everything around but I try all the time when I come to God's house to look for what God wants and and I believe I believe God wants to open the windows of heaven and fill our cups up and run them over every time we come to God's house and now Everybody here has probably experienced this, but there's been hundreds of times in my life that God's done the same thing for me when I was at work or driving my car or at home or mowing the yard or whatever. Get to thinking about the Lord or singing a song, and He'd fill my cup up and run it over. So you you don't necessarily have to be at the Lord's house to get a blessing. But now I'll tell you this, and I believe this. If I decided that I could worship God just as good somewhere else and I didn't have to come to church, them blessings get cut off. Because we're required by the book, by God's word, to be here when we can. Anyway, our lesson this morning the title of this lesson is The Greatest in the Kingdom. And uh, I, I'll, I'll read some of this in a minute. But uh, the uh, some of the disciples, if you remember the stories, come to, come to Jesus and said, Who, which one of us is going to be the greatest in the, in the kingdom? And I, I'll just paraphrase that. But, and if we're not careful... We can get that same attitude in here 
maybe not intentionally, may not, maybe we don't even think them same thoughts, but we kind of build ourselves up to be something when it, if, if we've got a job to do, and, and these, these disciples were great men of God. They done a real great job, and uh, they just kind of got in the flesh a little bit, and uh, didn't understand some things real good right at this time. But if you if you if you listen to people talk, religious people, I'm talking about, you got millions of people in this country right now that have the same attitude. Who's going to be the greatest? They say, well, we, if we live real good and we do this real good and we go to church, we'll get a bigger reward when we get to heaven. We'll be a little greater than somebody else. That's just like we got it down here. Everybody, everybody's kind of going, to, going, going out to beat the other guy. Or have better than somebody else. Or do better. And the Bible, I'm getting ahead of myself, I guess. But Peter said, you remember when the sheep was let down with all the animals and God told him to kill and eat. And he said, not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean entered my mouth. And God told him, don't call anything unclean that I've that I've cleaned up. I, I didn't quote that right, but uh, so Peter finally decided, he said, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Uh, we use that, uh, we use that a lot when we're talking about people in different lifestyles and all kinds of stuff. God calls them to, to repentance. And he, ha and he absolutely has no respect of persons. God offers salvation to every man. By the same token, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If God loved us that good, that he gave the very best that heaven had, uh, then how, why would, why would he, well, if, I'll, I'll say this, if, if, there, if there's any different levels in heaven, I'd probably be on the lowest level. But there ain't none. The Bible said we were heirs and joint heirs with Christ. In other words, what Christ owns, I own. What Jesus owns, if you've been saved by the grace of God, it belongs to you. And, uh, and heaven's going to be heaven. And if, 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 I do something that, if I do something now that pleases God, if I can humble my heart and get myself out of the way and do something that pleases God, He fills my cup up and blesses me now for doing that. And he blesses me a lot of times when I don't deserve it. In my opinion, I don't, he knows what he's doing. But God, God loved every one of us enough 
that if we accepted his, and the reason I'm going to heaven's because I come to Jesus and got saved. I ain't going to heaven because I come to church every Sunday. I've been, if, if there's any sorriest Christian that ever lived, it's me. I'm, I'm the least of the least, but I'm his. And he lets me know that pretty often. Right down in here. But anyway, a lot of people, a lot of people trying to work out a bunch of maybe get a bigger mansion in heaven or on a higher hill or something. That's that's just like people's doing today here in this world. The devil ain't gonna be over there, so we ain't gonna be in competition with nobody. It's gonna be perfect love. And we ain't gonna have the devil to mess us up. He said he was gonna lay the gold bricks and silver corner at the gates. And I said, Monty, I said, them ain't laid my hands. So people think awful things. Yeah. And I appreciate I appreciate Mike's prayer. I I appreciate and this is off of the lesson, but I appreciate the government in this church. And uh, that's, that's all I want to say about that. But I, I appreciate how God's blessed us. This starts out in the 18th chapter of Matthew, the first verse. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? At the same time, they, uh, and I, I could turn over and read it, but this is just a follow-up on the chapter before that, and I don't need to get into that, but uh, who's the greatest in the king? Now, I got a scripture wrote down here somewhere I want to read. Bible said, and I, I can't, I got it wrote down here somewhere, but it said he gave, talking about Jesus, said he, he gave him a name above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue confess that he was the, that he was the Christ to the glory of the Father. And uh, so he, if there's a greatest in the kingdom, it's Jesus. And, uh, I believe, I believe we, every one of us, I, I believe absolutely we ought to do the very best we can in everything, everything we do for Jesus. If he's give us a job to do, we ought to do the, we ought to do the very best we can at it. And we ought to come to church all the time. We ought, we ought to live just as clean as we can. Stay out of the world, abstain from the very appearance of evil. Leave it alone. And I, I, believe, I believe we ought to do the very best. But that don't get us a bigger, a bigger reward in heaven. It, it'll get us some blessings down here, though. And 
every one of us has experienced this, I suppose. Have you ever, have you ever come, been coming to church living, living the way you ought to and one of your kids come to the altar and get saved? How big a reward is that? There's nothing no better. And, and my kids got saved. I was looking for somebody else's kids. And, uh, and we're, still, we're still trying the very best we can. We're, that's why we're having church, to try to get our people saved. We're going to have a revival this next weekend. I believe God's going to bless us real good. He already has me. Terry, I'll throw this in for what it's worth. This, it was worth a whole lot to me, but Terry called on the one call the other day, talked to the deacons, and uh, when, he when he told over the phone what he, what he called for, the Lord blessed me real good. That sounded, that sounded real good to me. And uh, if God's backing something up, it's got to be good. And it'll, it'll work for, God, for what God wants it to. But anyway, get, get back. Okay, they, they want to know who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. And every one of us, every one of us, the only reason we're there is because of the blood of Jesus. And he's the greatest. But we've got his blood. And that, that makes us equal with him. Now he's. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we ought to say, "Well, I'm equal with Jesus." I, that ain't the thing I'm saying. I ain't as good as Jesus. But the blood of Jesus made this down in here where He cleaned my soul up. It's just as pure as Jesus is, and it will stay that way. When, when this carcass. Now, I don't, know, I don't know all about the resurrection, but I just know it's going to happen. When I get up, if, if I'm in the grave, when I get up to go to heaven, the outside's going to be just as perfect as the inside, and the white robe that's on the inside will show up on the outside. I don't, I don't know all about it, but I know, I know it's going to be perfect and perfect. The devil that goes up and down in this earth trying to tear us down all the time ain't going to be there. One of the great, I, for me, that's one of the greatest blessings about heaven. The devil won't be there. But anyway, so if, if, I, if I think I'm better than somebody else, if I think I deserve better than somebody else, I'm way off. If I if I look around at the crowd and I I try to tell God how much better I'm doing than somebody else, if you ain't careful, Satan will tell you those things in here. But it, even even if it's the absolute truth, I got no business thinking I'm better than somebody else or I'm doing better than somebody else. If I'm going to judge my life by somebody, I ought to get in here and judge it by the Lord. 
How many sins did he commit? Not one. I ought to judge my life by him, and then I'd find out how short I come. But if we try to justify ourselves and try to tell the Lord how good we're doing, we're way off. I never have. God, I was, I was talking about God blessing us for, for the work we do, and He does, I guess. But I never have. I never have really thought that I deserved any blessing that God gave me. It's the mercies of God. It's the grace of God. Did any of us deserve to get saved? I'm talking about in ourselves. I didn't deserve it. I was, I was just a kid. I hadn't really been out in the world a big lot. I was, I was lost. I knew, I knew that for a fact. But I didn't, I didn't deserve even I, I didn't deserve even the chance to get saved. But God's mercy and His grace brought salvation to me. And that, that's been almost 70 years ago. And it's better now than it was then. And, and it's got better right continually right on. And it, it's bright, brighter and brighter. I believe the Bible says this somewhere, something on this order. Brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. Now my soul, that day star rose in here in 1956, and and that day that it's that's the brightest it gets down in here. But this fellow right here, he's he's got to he's got to go through the death, burial, and the resurrection in order to get him straightened out. That's enough of that. Anybody got a comment? They ain't, there's, if we've been saved by the grace of God, we're heirs and joint heirs with Christ, we're equal shares in heaven, and in, in the church, right here, this morning, if we have a good meeting, if you've been saved by the grace of God and you're trying to live right, not, I'm, you're not out of fellowship with God, I believe I believe we got equal shares coming here too. When he pours his spirit, he said, "Try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you'll not be able to receive." Now he was talking that was back in the Malachi, and he was talking about tithes and offerings. But I believe that's more than money. What I owe God, money money wouldn't get it. Can you think, if you've been saved by the grace of God, think about it. What do you owe God? I owe Him my whole life. When I got saved, and, and I say this pretty regular, when I got saved, I gave Him my life. Now, I ain't always acted like it. 
since then, but I gave him my life. I'm his. Really, I was already his to begin with by right of creation. But I gave him my life. He spoke peace to my soul, made me alive in Jesus. And I've been alive down in here ever since. And woe is me if I ever think I'm better than somebody else. Or deserve better. I've known some people, and you have too. I've known some people that some of the greatest Christians that far as I far as I was concerned that ever lived. And didn't hardly have two pennies to rub together. Now I heard I heard a guy on TV this just this morning talking about if you if you live for Jesus, he's gonna he's gonna provide for and he does. I don't want nobody to misunderstand me. God will, God will take care of us. Everything, everything I have or ever have had come from God. But if God wants me to be a pauper, then that's what I'll be. You remember the, the rich man and Lazarus? Lazarus was laid at the rich man's gate full of sores. And begging for the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. And I don't, I don't know all about their situations. I don't know why he was in that situation. But I know God used that situation so that Lazarus could be a witness to the rich man. You remember, the rich man said, Father Abraham, send Lazarus back to yonder's world. I've got five brethren. I want him to go warn them not to come to this place. So evidently, Lazarus had warned him that it didn't, it didn't do the job, but Lazarus had warned him he'd done the job that God put him there for. And sometimes we get in situations, people get sick in the hospital, different situations uh, where it puts them in contact with people that they never would have seen otherwise. So we need, we need to take advantage of every situation, and I, I'm a bad failure, but we need to take advantage of every situation to warn our people not to go to that place. Invite them to church. Uh, now, I, I knew a fellow one time. He worked just down the line from me and, me and Bill. Uh, uh, me and Bill worked on the same line out to Superior Coach. This guy worked kind of about halfway between us and on the line, but real good fella. And I believe he was saved. But he he had a bad idea. If somebody cuss or something, he's boy, you better quit doing that. You're gonna go to hell. And uh, wrong attitude. You can, you can live right in front of people and, and invite them to church, treat them good, and it'll have a lot more effect than trying to put them down. And, uh, but anyway, anybody got anything?
And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You've got to be converted. And, and you've got to... The Bible said, Humble yourselves before the mighty hand of God that you may be exalted in due time. And you got to, when you come to Jesus, you got to come with an humble heart. You got to come with a broken heart. The Bible said, broken in a contrite spirit. And uh, come. I, re, I, I hope everybody here can remember the day you got saved. Now, I'm pretty sure you probably can. But. When God, God told me I was lost, it tore me up down inside. Now, I was, I was 15 years old and, and uh, had a lot of pride for some reason. I don't know why. I probably didn't have two pennies in my pocket to rub together. But I had a lot of pride, and I, I wasn't going to let nobody see me cry. And I was standing holding on to the seat, looking the preacher right in the eye. But the gospel had already tore my playhouse down down in here. But I was trying I was trying my best to keep this thing here under control so that nobody wouldn't know the shape I was in. Didn't work. God God let Edna know where I was at. And she come, stuck her hand out, said, do you need to pray? And that tore me up even worse. I come out of there, and God spoke peace to my soul. And God, God can do things that, that, that's beyond us. We don't understand how He does things, but He, he, knows, he knows what we need. And He'll provide everything that he possibly can and he already has provided everything that he possibly can to get us everyone saved so we got to come to God as a little child and the, the Bible said suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of heaven and uh, I know back years ago the church didn't pay much attention to kids I've heard Bill tell, tell his experience and, and uh, but I've seen some little kids real maybe six years old or so come to the altar and get up and say they'd been saved and set me on for they had the real thing so it ain't it ain't for me to judge. Now I can when I when I feel the spirit like that, I can say that and that has got it. And I'll tell you another thing. This is I'm rambling off off the lesson a lot, but when we have a baptizing, when Jesus was baptized, the the Spirit 
come down on him like a, in the form of a dove. And, and there was a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And I believe. Well, I know this. When somebody gets baptized in here or out in the creek or wherever they're baptized, if they've been saved by the grace of God, God's Spirit witnesses that, said, this is my beloved son or daughter, whoever it is, in whom I'm well pleased. God, God witnesses that. Just like He does if you get up and testify, God gives you a testimony or a song or a message to preach or whatever, and you do it by the, with all the grace that God will give you, and He'll witness that. So we can know. There's a few things we can know. Whoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay. That's what I was talking about a while ago. When we get saved, it's by the grace of God, by, by the blood of Jesus. And that makes us heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. We're on the same level with Him. And, and uh, it don't get no greater than that. You remember when you got saved, how good you felt? How great it was? Has anything ever been any greater? Now, I've got a few blessings since I've been saved that was probably on a par, but it don't get no greater. So God's, God's, give, us, God's give us the very best thing that heaven's got. He give us Jesus, and He give us salvation by the grace of God. There's nothing no better. Whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Anything and anything we do in the name of Jesus. The Bible said where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am in the midst of them. So whatever we do in the name of Jesus, He's there. And I guarantee you, if you act right out of your heart, I'm talking about out of your heart now. We try sometimes to do things out of here, and it don't work. Terry, Terry's a real good preacher. As far as I'm concerned, one of the best. But if he tried to muscle one, if he made him up a, a, a sermon and got up here and tried to muscle it out and, and the Spirit of God wasn't in it, that ain't the gospel. Same way with singing. You can learn a song, and if God wants you to sing it, He'll bless you with it. But if you try to get up because you think you can sing it a little better than somebody else, you better keep your seat. We're not, a, this ain't a competition. If I was up, if I would, well, 
If I thought I was, if I thought I was the best teacher in the world, I'd, I'd keep my seat. That, that's absolutely ridiculous. I know better. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. We don't want to offend God's people. And that, that ain't necessarily altogether just little children. If they've been he said if they've been saved. That's ever that's ever a child of God. We better watch how we conduct ourselves. Don't be bad mouthing people or talking about them or telling lies on them or whatever. And and I don't know that there's anybody here that would even think about doing something like that. We need to we we need to love one another and and I've been in this church ever since I was a kid and one of the main things one of the main draws that gets people to come to this church they'll come and 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 every one of them just about it talk about the love that's in this church that's Jesus he put the I didn't really, before I got saved, I didn't really love nobody but me. Maybe my parents a little bit. And maybe my brother brother and sisters if I had to. We fought all the time, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't really love nobody much. But it sure made a difference in my life that Sunday morning in 1956 when God saved me. He put a love down in here. That's beyond expression. I can't tell it. I didn't love God before that day. The, the first commandment with promise is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, uh, and I couldn't do that without being saved. The only way you can fulfill that commandment is to be saved by the grace of God. And the same way with the second one, love thy neighbor as thyself, you got to be saved to do that. You might love a few people. You might love your, your kids or your, your wife or your husband or whatever. Uh, but you never love nobody like you ought to till you got saved. Big difference. So we, and if we, if I love you like, if I love you like I say I do, then I ought to treat you like the book says to treat you. And I shouldn't be bad mouthing nobody. And I, I, I mentioned a while ago about the discipline of the church. Now, sometimes that's necessary. And it has to be carried out. We try, we try every, every way we can to get around it. I mean, legally, I'm talking about according to the book. We'd like to see everybody get straightened out, live right, come to church, lay aside 
the things that's messing them up. We'd love to see that. But when it, when it can't be done, something has to be done about it. Right. Yep. Yeah. I've, and I, I know Bill has too, and probably some of the other people here. But I've I've brought charges against my kids before because they wasn't living right, and uh, so that's kind of probably as hard a thing as I've had to do since I've been saved. And I love my kids. Uh, I couldn't even tell you how much. I love I love this church. And I love the Lord. And we've got we've got a responsibility first to God, second to this church. And uh, the last responsibility I got is is to me, I guess, but that's to keep me where God wants me and to follow him. I want to read I want to read this scripture and then I'm quitting. In Philippians and this this is probably the one I was looking for a while ago but in Philippians 2 it said and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus ever need bow. And uh, if you need don't bow to Jesus here, it will in eternity. And uh, yeah. Right. I know where I've been in my experience, but down in the 10th verse, now take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. Yep. That's real plain. Yep. Yeah.